Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to episode 28 of AI Movie Night. I'm your host, Joe Simpson, and tonight I'm joined by two great guests to discuss Star Wars The Last Jedi. Before I go any further, just a little warning. We will be discussing everything in the build-up to the film, so the trailers, anything we've things we've heard, theories, you know, pretty much everything. Obviously, the film's not out yet, so we can't spoil anything for definite other than what's in the trailers, but if you are someone who doesn't like hearing about what's in the trailers and things like that, probably best to come back to this after you've seen the film. So, I'm conscious of time because there's so much to discuss, so I'm going to get straight into it. Firstly, I'm joined by the podfather himself, the host of the excellence Under Pressure, Desi and on the box podcast, Mr. Gags Sandon. How are you doing, Gags? Very good, Joe. Thank you. Can't wait to talk about this, but can't wait to watch it more than anything. Oh, yeah. Same here, same here. So good to have you back, mate. I know how much you love Star Wars, and, uh, you know, I just look forward to hearing that passion and enthusiasm from you in, in the pod. I'm also lucky enough to be joined by another massive fan of Star Wars, Andy Wales, who is host of the Brilliant Reds Review podcast. How are you doing, Andy? The force is strong with me tonight. Oh, modest too, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody force choking already? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) If I could, I would. I'm just joking. Great to have you on, Andy. I love these Star Wars chats that we have. And I'm just looking forward to hearing your thoughts. As I said before, there's so much to get through. So I'm just going to get straight into it. The obvious first question is, how excited are you about seeing another Star Wars film gags? And what are your expectations for it, really, briefly? Because obviously we'll go throughout it in the pod. I'm really, really excited, but I'm really, really scared as well. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I am a fanboy, so I was going to love The Force Awakens no matter what, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, I love Rogue One too. but, But the thing with it was... 
with with Force Awakens. Yeah, there was some saintly stuff, and we'll cover that later. But I'm just scared that they don't take it to the the you know the Empire Strikes Back. I I really do not want it to be a repeat. That's all I'm worried uh-huh. about. You know that they just yeah. base it on the original tr- trilogy again and and move a few moving parts and stuff. But I I I think Rian Johnson's not that stupid. You know, I don't uh-huh. think he's that stupid. So. Um, uh, yeah, that is my only fear going in is, is, is being let down by it. I really don't, I desperately don't want to be let down by this yeah. sequel, you know, and that's what it is. It's a sequel to Force Awakens and, um, uh, and, and that's all my worries. Uh, otherwise I'm really, really excited to see where they go. And I'm really hoping that some of the shit that we talked about last time and, you know, at the, at the end of when we reviewed it and some of the, the stuff that we're going to talk about today happens or, it just blows us away with something that we didn't even fucking expect. That's what I want, really. That's what I want yeah. most of all, is that it's something new, fresh, that we've never seen before in Star Wars. Please, if they could do that, it would make my Christmas, mate. Really would. Oh, yeah, same here, same here. And I can relate to so much of what you've said there. I think uh, it because of how big a factor in terms of in terms of things we enjoy and the things we're passionate about is particularly obviously in the film world star wars is like sort of for, for the three of us anyway and many many millions of others it's been to some extent ever present in our lives growing up and it's hard to, to match those expectations so like yourself i have got a bit of trepidation but but that's definitely overshadowed by the amount of excitement i've got what about yourself andy i'm excited I, I, there's no two ways about it. I'm excited. I'm going down to book tickets to take me and my two sons. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully before the end of this week, I'll be able to get the tickets booked. I'm booked up, by uh, the way. Just, I'm all booked up. Uh, yeah. Oh, good man. Uh, good man. I, I never quite got around to that bit, but yeah, I'm going to get my tickets booked this week. I am looking forward to it. Um, I haven't set my expectations too high, though, because I just want to enjoy this. I just want to enjoy the movie as a fan. And I don't want to get too caught up into, you know, the all the plots and this and that mm. and you know the a lot of the stuff that's going online and I just I just you distance myself it. from that. Yeah, yeah, you swear. Yeah, but don't I you think? Want, but don't you think, Andy, that it does have the expectation itself just just by being a sequel, it has expectation because obviously, the last time the the, the last time a sequel was amazing was The Empire Strikes Back. Let's be honest, and the three that they did in the middle were were awful. Well, I'd, I'd say... So this has got a lot of pressure on it. Well, regardless of it being a sequel, the fact that it's got Star Wars, that just that name, Star Wars, attached to it, that's pressure in itself. And last True. time they delivered. So I, I'm, I've am i got no... Tre- I don't really have too much in the way of trepidation, to be honest. I'm just really looking forward to watching it and, and just really want to enjoy it. Yeah, no, that, I think that's the best way to go into it. I think uh, trepidation was the wrong word by me. I, I think it's just because I love it so much, I don't want it to, I don't want it to be sort of ruined. What you know, because for me, when the Force Awakens came out, I didn't think it'd be able to capture the magic in the way it did do. Um, don't get me wrong, I was looking forward to what I thought would be a good film, but I didn't think I'd. I'd love it in the way I do. It genuinely feels like a real Star Wars film to me and parts of that world. 
and now I've got that going again. I'm so excited for this uh, and obviously the one after. And because of that, I think I've just got a little niggle where I'm thinking, you know, don't drop the ball, sort of keep it going, you know. And I think ultimately I do think they will, but obviously that's just a little thing just because, as we all know, many, many sequels, you know, don't don't keep the keep it going. So hopefully it's, it will. It's be. like a cup hopefully final for Liverpool, dude. It's like a cup <laughs> final. You're going to cup final. You're a bit shit in it. Want to win yeah. this? Need to win this. So can they hit it out the park? That's yeah. that's the kind of feeling I get, and it's not about enjoying it. I actually, I'm actually such a bad, big fanboy that I think I'll enjoy it no matter what. And when I come out, yeah. I'll be I'll be buzzing, and people will be like, "It was shit gag." I'll be like, "No, I enjoyed it, so fuck <laughs> off." But I, so I know that that will probably happen with me because I'm so biased towards it. But I really, you know, there's always one that even Force Awakens, I didn't want to be let down. But I mean, Harrison Ford being missing as a key player is probably going to hurt a little bit. But let's see. Well, I think the interesting thing with that, though, is I think it will also add to it because it a bit like obviously Alec, Alec Guinness. Obviously, I know he, he came back as a, as a ghost, a force ghost in in the films, but the the fact that someone you love so much has died, it, it does add an extra weight to it. You know, you 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 genuinely, to a certain extent you know that characters can be vulnerable in this universe, you know what I mean? If they can kill off Han, Han Solo, you know, it gives a bit of vulnerability to all the characters to some extent. Definitely the more the more established characters, I would say. But obviously one of the key things of, of, of adding to so much excitement for the fans is that obviously we saw a glimpse of Luke Skywalker at the end of The Force Awakens, but now we're going to really get to see the full return of Luke Skywalker. How excited are you by that, Andy? And what does Luke Skywalker mean to you? And why? Why is it so exciting for us fanboys? I mean, I'm obviously looking forward to that. I've got to say, kind of bizarrely, and I'm not sure if quite how people will take this, but maybe it's. I think maybe it's almost that it's. It's more about Mark Hamill. Than, than actual Luke Skywalker for me. And, and I know that sounds silly, but I think there's, I don't know what it is, just something that comes across as such a, you know, a grounded, really nice guy in real life that it's, it's just kind of cool to see him back on the big screen, fully resurrecting a character from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, cause, because it's not like, a lot of the other stars, you know, they've gone on to, you know, say like Harrison Ford's gone on to do so many other blockbuster movies. You can associate him with all these other movies. Mark Hamill is just, is Luke Skywalker and you don't really remember him as being anything else. And I don't, there's something kind of cool about him transitioning from being that young Luke Skywalker to this, now this older guy, almost becoming the Alec Guinness. And it's, I'm kind of looking forward to that because back from the original trilogy, I wasn't particularly a Luke Skywalker fan as such. I was more, I was more of a Han Solo fan than a Luke Skywalker fan. You know, Han Solo was cool, and you and Luke Skywalker was a bit whiny, really. So, you know, to see him mature and develop and become a different character with more depth and and a darkness, but not, you know, not not the evil character darkness. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to to seeing a different side of Luke Skywalker, and I just there's something about you know you've seen so much of of Mark Hamill that you know the actor, the guy behind it, 
that you, you you just kind of intrigued to see him back on the screen, and it's like it's just a mixture of coolness and and I don't, I don't know the it, just just intriguing to see what they do and and how much he's changed from from that original. Let's like say he was a bit of a bit of a whiny character, really. It was um, not not as bad as as Anakin Skywalker portrayed in, you know, in the prequels, but it was like a toned down version of that in a way, wasn't it? You know, that petulance and complaining and whatnot to him. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how they've moved the character along and, and what hidden depths he's now got. Mm-hmm. And what about yourself, Cax? Yeah, I totally agree. There's this big, um, story arc, you know, with, um, Kylo Ren. Um, and, uh, you want to see where they, you know, what, what happened and, and how you know he had this school of you know of 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 young jedis that he was training so you want to go back and see what happened after you know return of the jedi and the big gap that they have and they they need to fill that so it's a it's a pretty long movie you know it's two and a half hours long so i hope they dedicate some time into filling the gaps you know with with what happened and i think yeah. he um whether you know some of the theories out there, whether he is the last Jedi or, or there is only one Jedi left at the end. Does he die? What happens? You know, it'd be really interesting to see what, what, what the fate really is of the character. Um, but obviously we know Leia's dying in this now, obviously, which is a shame. Uh, we'll get onto her later. So maybe, maybe they've probably changed a few things and stuck, stuck her in because I think they really do need to have the original, some of the original casting for the three. So, it's going to be really interesting to see. Like, I, I totally agree with Andy actually to see, you know, how he's, his evolution into this character, why he's been so far away. Yeah, he blames himself. There must be more to the story than what Han Solo told us in the last one. And, um, and just, you know, the, the, the link with, with another big character, Ray, and how he trains her. And that's going to be really interesting. I mean, if you have seen the trailer, I know some of you haven't seen it, but, um, it's very, very interesting in terms of the, the, the show, a lot of the training and stuff of, of her. So that's going to be really good to see and how she evolves and how fast she is and, uh, and the comparisons really. And, and their relationship's going to be really interesting. That's going to be the one. How, what's he like? Is it when he's older? You know, the evolution of Luke Skywalker, like he said, he was whiny. Is he going to be cooler now? Is he going to be cooler? Is he going to be like, like, uh, Obi-Wan was, or is he going to be the same whiny guy, but an old version? It'll be really interesting to see. So also R2D2 as well. He's going to be reunited with R2D2. So there's, there's going to be some stuff going on there, which again, it's, it's nostalgia. They have to do that. They have to bring nostalgic moments in. And uh, that's one thing I can't actually wait for. The kind of, you know, links, link backs and stuff. Cause they did that with Han Solo really well, didn't they? And, and oh, the millennium, yeah. the fal, the Falcon, you know, when he walks in, you all punch the air when he was re- reunited with his ship. It was just like a, a wonderful moment and just seeing him and Chewie together. So things like that, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be nice to see where this character goes and his relationship to Snoke as well. Cause there's got to be something going on with that. Is he Snoke? Cause that was one of the big ones, wasn't he? Is he Snoke? Because it's a hologram. Has he got a mask on? What's it going on? Because it looks a bit shit, the CGI on that, to be fair. So, yeah, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, no, couldn't agree more with you both. I think that, you know, we just both mentioned the evolution of the character. I think it's so interesting, obviously. I think partially why we love him so much is we've seen, seen him go from this, you know, farmer, you know, longing for adventure to becoming, you know, 
a, a, a Jedi in training and then ultimately a Jedi Knight who faces off with the Emperor and Darth Vader, you know, and, you know, we've seen this massive journey and obviously he was always, you know, this beacon of hope throughout those films. You know, he was the person who, who no matter what, always believed that Darth Vader could be turned back to the good side. And now what's so interesting for me from what I've seen and heard about this film is we're going to see him when he's lost a lot of that hope and when he's, you know, looks like he's ready to give up on some of those things or at least is scared to scared to embrace the, the Jedi teachings because, you know, he's scarred by what's happened with Kylo Ren. And I think that's so interesting, you know. It, I imagine it had been very easy to just have Luke being an older version of the character we know, but it sounds like he's really undergone some massive changes. And it's just going to be fascinating to see that. And as you say, his relationship with the likes of, you know, uh, Ray and others, and, and things like that. It's just an interesting way to see a character we already love, but what time and events have done to him. So I'm really looking forward to seeing all of that, really. Um, obviously, we've touched on, you know, a few of those characters there, but I'm just wondering, what, what do you think this film has in store for Ray, for example, Gags? Oh, man, this is this is the breakout. Like, that was just the beginning, you know? This is where, I mean, as an actress, Daisy herself, if you've watched any of the behind the scenes stuff, like obviously since Force Awakens, I followed her and stuff as well on social media. So the, the amount of training uh -huh. she's gone under for this, you know, oh my goodness, like the amount of fitness and training she's put herself through to get to, to perform the tasks in this movie. I mean, one of the big things that I'm looking forward to from her is a full-on lightsaber battle. Not yeah. what she did at the end of the first one, which wasn't very professional, but I'm expecting some, you know, a return to an iconic lightsaber battle. This movie looks like a, there's a war going on, you know, between the Rebellion and, and whatever they're yeah. called now. Um, not the Kansas Club, order. whoever. The, fir <laughs> the first order. The fucking order, whatever they are. But yeah, so it looks like there's a big war about to kick off between them. So she's going to be in the middle of it and she's going to be the combat person who's, who's got the lightsaber and they show loads of her actually filmed training. I mean, in, within the film. So that looks exciting anyway, but what they show and what the trainer, the expert, the martial art expert says, like, as in the person, he said, it, we, we've given her three days to learn this. Yeah. He actually says this in the, in the making. Yeah. We gave her three days to learn these moves, this, 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 these moves for the lights of a battle. She did it in an hour and a half. So it just shows how good she's going to be that she's really into it. She was really up for it. She's really dedicating herself into everything. And she learned this lightsaber duel uh fight sequence or whatever she was doing training sequence within an hour and a half so there's exciting times to come i feel in terms of her with a lightsaber so i'm actually excited about things like that i i i love a good lightsaber battle there's been some you know historic ones in the movies and there, there's been loads of articles about the best one and movie clips and youtube clips about the best ones ranked and i hope one of the best ones gets ranked out of this movie now because the characters in it are going to be more refined um, you know what I mean? So more yeah. trained, shall we say? Yeah. 
So yeah, definitely. I, th- I think even you know some of the other characters will be will be better as well. So yeah, sticking to Ray, you're gonna find out a bit of her backstory. Apparently, you know, there's there's loads of things about Obi Wan connections. So granddaughter rather than daughter. So again, you know, I, I didn't think he, I don't, I don't think in in any kind of law he had any girlfriends or anything so that'll be interesting to see how they explain that if it's true but then again we might be we might be being led down the wrong the wrong path here with her so many theories that's partially the beauty of it i suppose and that's what you want right you want to be shocked or surprised i hope i hope she actually isn't like related to him because it would just be nice to see get something from left field and um, yeah yeah she's yoda Yoda's granddaughter (laughs) (laughs) mate that would be that would be amazing because snoke does say in the in in the advert, you know, when I saw you, I felt extreme power, power that I've never felt before. And um, and you don't know whether he's saying that about Kylo Ren or whether it's her. And then and then also the same thing. Um, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker says in the trailer, I've only felt that power once before and I wasn't afraid of it back then, but I am right now. So is he talking about Rey or is he talking about, uh, sorry, is he talking about Darth Vader's power? Uh, or, you know, and they're all the, sorry, sorry, not Darth Vader's power, the, the, the emperor, wasn't it? It was the emperor that, that was trying to electrocute him, wasn't he? So is he talking about his power and then Snoke? I don't know, but what he's getting at is something huge is going down in The Last Jedi. Something huge, you know? The way I saw it was, but I hadn't thought of that, that it could be any one of a number of characters. I saw it as being the last time he saw that, you know, that raw power was Kylo Ren. And he made the mistake that's happened, you know, in 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 Star Wars before of believing he could train, you know, without without having the experience of a Yoda, believing he could train him, and like like Obi Wan and Kai John Jin did with the Anakin, it went wrong, and uh, that's the way I took it. And he's now scared to go down that same route with Rey because she may might repeat that mistake. That's the way I took it, but it's interesting, as you say, he could have been all about any one of a number of characters. So that, that again adds so much to it all the endless possibilities, really. What about yourself, Andy? Um, the what what are your thoughts on what what awaits Ray in this film and do do you think she'll stay true to the light side of the force? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's interesting you, you, you mentioned that second bit, actually. Cause yeah, I, 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 I didn't even I, go there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I think what what is absolutely for certain, and, and that certain, having just watched The Force Awakens again to refresh my memory, having not seen it for a little while, was was just kind of reminded just how powerful and how quickly she, she you know she discovered it, her the power that she had and and how natural it seemed to come to her and how serene she was at certain moments. So it it, it was it was kind of it was a glimpse into to what I think we'll we'll certainly see is is a very strong prominent female character growing in in power. And and this, I mean, this is a thing throughout the Star Wars, you know, uh, trilogy, the original trilogy, the prequels, all of them. They've, they've always had a very strong female lead character in there as well, which is, you know, is is quite groundbreaking when they originally came out. So I, I think that for is sure. for certain is we see that she's a very very strong, powerful character. But I do begin to wonder whether. There, there's a bit of a twist in here that that she that she turns or something like that because th- there's got to be something in this that that sets us up big style for for the uh, for the final one. That there's got to be something, and that you do kind of wonder how qu- the way that she's you know so quickly adjusted and took to it, and you know the and the setting things up that you, I don't know you, it's might be just a teaser for it all, but it does kind of make you wonder whether or not. That you know they're going to head down that aisle. You know we've had we've had before, haven't we? The whole thing with the teasing there with 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 Luke that he's been teased and and he has always maintained that he's to the good side. And you just wonder, do we see it the other way? Do we actually see them gone into temptation? But we've had the little teasers there with Ray as well, with Finn. Sorry, with the lightsaber. And you do wonder, you know, do are we going to get a bit of a surprise in here? Is there going to be another a layer added to it? But and and that relationship between Ray and Finn that we saw that chemistry between the characters, uh, I just wonder how, quite quite how much they're going to build on things we've seen in the previous movie and then throw in a lot of new things. So I, I think she's other than Luke Skywalker, obviously, you know, for the nostalgia side of it being such a prominent character, I think she is basically going to be the focal point of this movie. That the whole story is somehow going to really revolve around her and and everything is kind of you know adding to it and 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 an offset from it to keep us uh, to keep us coming back for the next one so it does that in itself does make me wonder whether we're in for a bit of a twist here yeah no uh, as i say I, I love the sort of endless possibilities and obviously we've also got the you know the question of kylo ren and he he's actually from the other side being tempted by you know the light side of the force at times he he, re- he references that temptation himself and obviously he's now having he's now going to have to deal with the consequences of killing his father so what are your thoughts on what what to expect from kylo ren in this film andy I, i'm i'm not so sure with him actually i mean 
the obvious one would be that you know we see him turn to the to the light side to the good side because he talked about being torn so often and I mean, I, what I, I didn't like in, in the uh, Force Awakens movie, and I, I think I said it on the, the pod when we'd look back at, back at the movie, was I didn't like the fact that he was unmasked so early. I, I felt the unmasking was was to be like a really significant moment, and that should have been done with the, the death of Han Solo, just, you know, that whole thing. That would have, for me, added, you know, that, that scene would have been even more powerful. So I, 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 don't, I don't know, there's something... I, I don't think his character quite hit in the, that that movie, and I I'm not sure. I'm really not certain. I wonder if they're going to kind of flip it in that you know, where in the originals it was always about you know Luke would always keep resisting, and he believed that there was still good in Darth Vader, but it never seemed as though he would turn. And you wonder whether it's kind of going to be flipped the other way on this one, you know, whether they're going to t- almost tell a story in reverse. So it's, uh, Andy, I, I Andy, don't know. Andy, I think in wrestling terms, there might be a double turn, you know, <laughs> the double turn, one goes light, yeah. one goes dark, you know, I mean, it makes sense, you know, it does, it really does make sense that the, there is a lot of them two sharing screen time in this one rather than, yeah. you know, here, here with the, the other guy. So it's a bit, it's a bit weird, but I do get the feeling that he's going to kill his mom as well. He's going to be the cause yeah. to kill his mom. So I get the feeling that that's happening. So I don't think, I think if anything happens, it's going to be a cliffhanger. I don't think, I think he'll be evil for the whole film right until the end. If there is one, if like, obviously we don't know, but if there is a turn, it's going to be at the end where you're all like, what? How? What? Really? But, um, I think, I think, yeah, he's going to be one of the protagonists in the, in the movie, he's going to have a bigger role. He's going to have a more defined role because he was made to look a bit weak, wasn't he? In, in, in the force awakens by the end, he was getting owned by her. And <laughs> I, mean, I suppose he was injured, but he got shot by that bloody big gun that, that, that Chewie had, which was awesome. But, um, you know, I, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think that uh, like we said at the time, we maybe didn't give, I haven't watched it, you know, ex- you know, more than obviously I had at the time. I think we maybe put in my case anyway, didn't give enough sort of, um, what's the word? Not credit, but enough respect to the injury he'd suffered. As you say, Gags, he, he, he was really badly injured, but you're right. I think it, sort of things like even like where, I think Ray resists him mentally when he's using the force to try and get, you know, trying to get things, get information from her. And she says, you're scared of Darth Vader. I think probably it's sort of, whilst it was really impressive from the perspective of Ray, he had no injuries then. So it, it didn't sort of, it didn't reflect probably how strong he really is. Oh she yeah, she overpowered of, him, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, or, 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 or at least enough to make him, you know, give up on that tactic and give him a bit of a scare. But I suppose, uh, I imagine the argument against that would be because he's never faced anyone of a similar level of powers in, in that regard, force powers. He's never sort of had to deal with that. Maybe it's a shock, but it's definitely interesting because clearly, like uh, Snoke says, He's still got to complete his own training, Kylo Ren, and obviously we're looking forward to see yeah, Ray have her training. Mm. Yeah, I look forward to both of them. You know, they're both sort of got raw abilities, and I look forward to seeing their journey to become a more honed, 
to you know by their respective trainers if it goes as as I expect. We'll be mentioning Snoke. Obviously, he's you know such a big factor in in people certainly in my own intrigue about what's going to happen in this film. Do you have any theories on him at all? I know you touched on one earlier, Gags, or any ideas on what you think his background or anything like that is. I don't know, man. They could go anywhere with him. It's quite, quite mm-hmm. good because he's, he's not a part of the original stories, or at least we don't know mm-hmm. of it. There's no mention yeah. of him. I think his story, I don't think they're going to give the full thing. If you listen to what the, the director has said, whatever yeah. background they give is only going to be given to fit the story. So it won't be like a, a, a wiki page, he said, where you can go find out everything. It's going to be just what we want you to know. Mm-hmm. So again, they're being guarded on him. So I think Snoke yeah. has a big, big, role to play all the way till the end i think maybe till till the third movie but um you know it's very very interesting in terms of the theory of whether it's luke or you know did obi-wan die or is it a ghost you know what do you call it you know how how obi used to force ghost yeah force ghost is it a force ghost Mm -hmm. but a a dark force ghost for example is it one of those what what the hell is going on but obviously it'll be funny if you find out that he's tiny you know if he's a midget (laughs) he's he's just this tiny little little thing could it be yoda gone dark you 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 should have a bit of sympathy for him gags oh god yeah i'll be i'll be be amazed he'd be so powerful and small (laughs) it's it's perfect you know makes sense that but I, i i think that i think that he wants to end the jedi that's his thing. And I, and I think it might be quite clever in what they're doing here that, you know, Luke Skywalker is actually the last Jedi and, and that Jedi order ends in this movie. And what goes forward is a new, new force order, not the Jedi order because that's dated now and you can't live by that and you can't work by that. And, you know, the powers have changed and the rules have changed. There's, there simply is no rules now. So Funnily maybe enough, Gags, mm. that that is one of the theories about you know Luke in one of the trailers says you know it's it's time for the Jedi to end. That yeah, I don't. Yeah, theories. I don't think that they'll kill a Jedi off. I just think that Force stays, but the Jedi Order dies. You know that we can't. Mm. We just if you think about it, it is quite dated, right? It's going to be really dated in terms of a movie and a time. It's going to be dated things, and it might be a really clever tactic to move it into another another you know another era even it's one of them uh, that definitely will be interesting i hope they don't do that but it fascinates me the idea some people have had that luke may may think there's got to be a different way so like obviously at the minute it's sort of this struggle between the good and the bad and some people have speculated that maybe luke takes a third route where he's more more uses both the good side and the bad side of him, you know, you know, his anger as well as his good side to maybe see if he can become stronger again. Obviously, no idea what what's going to happen, but I love how many theories and possibilities there are. What yeah, about there's, yourself? There's, there's, the last one is that Darth. Is it Play Plagueis? Plagueis? Yes, Darth like, that, Plagueis the Wise, yeah, the the one that can actually create. You know, <laughs> something out of nothing. So it'll be interesting to see if, if there's a mention of, of something like that. Cause obviously that goes really far back and it hasn't really been mentioned in the movies, has it? No, no. So other than that one time by uh, uh, Palpatine, yeah, right? It, it hasn't really came up since then. And it, it is an intriguing one because clearly the, 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 obviously Palpatine 
almost pretty much admits to, to killing him, doesn't he, indirectly. But as we've said about, you know, this is someone, like you mentioned, Gags, who can create life from the force. So who knows what he can do? Maybe he can, as it's a cheat death in, even in his own case. And it's definitely an, an intriguing one. It's definitely a, a fascinating possibility. Uh, he's definitely grasped my attention, Snoke, and I do think whatever backstory they come up for him, I've just got a feeling it's going to be really, really satisfying. So I've got my fingers crossed there. What about you, Andy? Has he grasped your attention as a villain? And do you have any theories on who or what he is in this background? Well, I certainly think there's a lot more to come from him. And I think the obvious one would be the links to Palpatine. And, and this was in, in the uh, the episode three, where where he alluded to yeah that it was him that had done that and, and you when you see the snoke the, the face the, there is that scar across his head so it does kind of it, it does point towards that is a real I say obvious that that is a that's probably the leading contender at this point until we've obviously until we've all watched it but but you just when you mentioned all the training I uh, just made me wonder there then do we get like a sci-fi version of Rocky Four? You know where <laughs> where Snoke's where where Kylo Ren has like you know as as the high power all the technology gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ray has to Ray's going to be punching uh, pieces of meat hung hung from the side of a cave or something like that. Some 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 brilliant montages set to quality eighties <laughs> tunes. Yeah, uh, I don't think most people are like it, but I probably would, which says a lot about me. <laughs> well, obviously, we touched on this earlier on. The Force Awakens was criticised by some for being too much of a retread of some of the original trilogy. I suppose what I'm asking here, really, Andy, is: Are you hoping this film? takes more of a bolder sort of, you know, step away from all that, or, or do you want it to have a similar reverence and similar touchstones as, as The Force Awakens did? Well, I'm kind of torn on that, because, you know, for, for that being the source of criticism from some people, it was probably what I, I saw as a real positive, that it did have the feel of the original movies, yeah. And the original movies are a magic that you know that that touched our lives. You know, you know, they're, they're just movies, but they touched our lives because here we are, you know, well, forty years on from the original movies being being released. But you know, like you're talking decades since we watched them as kids. We're still talking about them now. We're still watching them. We're still thinking about them. You know that they've really grasped our lives. So that magic that that hooked us. As, as kids and continues to keep us hooked now that's the magic i kind of felt from watching that movie so you know for people to use that as a criticism i took it as a positive you know I, i'd flip that flip that over and for me that was a positive because it had that yeah it had that magic it had that feel about it and if i was if i was i was going to go so far as to say that it's almost a smartness in, in the way to use that to get you in you know the the way that 
the prequels when they were released were so different and they went overboard on the CGI and, and all the rest of it. And it didn't feel like star Wars movies. And that was the thing they lost you on episode one. They lost you because it didn't feel like a star Wars movie. Really? It felt like some other kind of fantasy movie. And then they became more like star Wars movies as we went on. And I really enjoyed, I quite enjoyed episode two, but I particularly enjoyed episode three. They became Star Wars movies, whereas this one was a Star Wars movie right from the get go, all the way through. It was a Star Wars movie. There was never any doubt that's what it was. You could feel it. It it had me hooked again. I was back into it. So, yeah, it would be easy to continue that. And Gags had said, "Look, you know what we don't want. You know, having having felt that, you know, the connection to the originals. What we don't want is just to regurgitate Empire Strikes Back. Even though Empire Strikes Back is probably." my favorite movie one. of yeah. all time yeah we don't need that regurgitating what we do need now is we still need that sense of magic that connection that we have to the originals but with that new t- with that new twist with that new turn in a new direction and trying different things so it's you want on one hand you want the magic you want it to continue because that's a great feeling that it's there it's that nostalgia but on the other hand yeah you do want it to go somewhere different but you don't want it to to veer off too far so that it actually loses its identity so it's it, it's you, you i don't know i feel kind of torn in a way I, I do want to see something new but i don't want it to veer off too far away from from what it is and what got me you know that what I particularly enjoyed about that first one, and that was, it took me back to being a kid again. Yeah, and that's that's very very high praise. It really is. What about yourself, Gags? What are your thoughts on, on that question? Um, just on what you just said there about losing. Sorry, before we get to that, about losing the the, the original feel. I think having uh, Luke back is going to bring a lot of magic back. Definitely, you know, like we lost. Yeah, we said we lost. Um, Harrison Ford. Apparently he is in some flashbacks, which would be nice. But, so because he, he is, he was a part of the cast. He was in the, he was in the casting shoot, some stuff like that. So I just think though, that with them two in, you'll keep that Andy. You'll really get, you know, um, that feel of the nostalgic bits and pieces. But what I really want from them is, is to really go and expand on the others. Sorry. What was, uh, <laughs> there was a lot of mix up. It wasn't, that was the second for first question. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you, you've definitely touched on it there. It was really obviously The Force Awakens, the major criticism, and obviously it, it, it got a hell of a lot of praise in fairness, but those who, who were maybe not as happy with it said it was too much of a retread of the original trilogy. Yeah. And I suppose what I'm asking really here is, are you open for this film to take more of a diversion away from yeah. from that, or were you happy with the balance that was struck in the Force Awakens? No, no, it was too similar. The, the it was too similar. I didn't dislike it that it was too similar, but I think they needed to introduce it in like that, just so there was some familiarity. And now that we're we're quite secure with the new characters as well, um, in terms of Ray and stuff like that, we just need to make sure that. They just needed to make sure that Kylo Ren made it, made a bit of an impact. He did, especially with the mask on. You know, it was fantastic, wasn't it? To start with, you're like, whoa, they've really done well. His voice was good. Everything was really good until he took it off. But that was needed, I think, because you'll take it more seriously now, um, with seeing him. Uh, and then obviously, um, Ray, everybody just, 
loved Ray, didn't they? And Finn is Finn yeah. has got a big part to play. You feel um, going forward, so you're you're automatically you're you're interested in them, but you hope they don't go and recreate characters. You know, like like Finn's too much like Han Solo or, or Poe, maybe who who looks like a bit of a cocky git or can be. It's too much like Han Solo. You don't want them to go and be, oh, he's like a pilot like Luke was, you know, like Poe. Mm-hmm. They give him that that kind of feel. You don't want that. You want him to be his own character. I want sure. them to go and create their own characters, which I think Finn and Ray did okay, you know? Mm-hmm. With, yeah, oh, definitely. You know, with, definitely. which they did fine with, but I think Poe probably needs a bit more in this film. He didn't, have, he didn't have enough in the last one. So hopefully they build him up a little bit and they give them some some um, interaction with the other characters to give them a bit of rub. So that's what I hope to see. And yeah, for sure, they must take it in a different angle, different story, please. You know, the rebellion stuff's going to happen. We understand it. Star Wars has got to be a war, but please take it in a different way. And if there's a twist, d- don't make it a sibling twist or something, you know, like that That would be, you know, for example, Kylo Ren and, and Rey become siblings or something. That would just, I think I would be disappointed. If, even if it was done really well if they were related i'd be like oh god like come on guys we 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 don't need the same thing again we need something different so i i really wouldn't be happy joe if they went with that something similar to that again i think it needs to be yeah. a different twist maybe an origin maybe a link to someone who we didn't expect for one of the characters you know that would be yeah. better cuz it's got to be family related because that's what star wars is it's a family saga as well as just you know as well as being about in in space, it's a family saga. It's all about Luke Skywalker and and his dad, you know. So yeah. hopefully, there's a link to it. But please, please do something that's different to the sibling stuff, because otherwise, yeah. you'll have a lot of people walking out going, "Yeah, I saw that ages ago." Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. I think I think I, I'd echo both your points there. Really, I think that the, the Force Awakens. It did have a hell of a lot of similarities, and like like you both said, I think it needed a lot of those similarities to make sure, you know, after such a long gap from the original films, to make sure we we really felt comfortable in that world, and not just comfortable, but completely immersed in that world, and I think it really succeeded in that, you know, these characters now do feel like Star Wars characters rather than just characters who've been put into a Star Wars setting and you know I think now they've got the opportunity to you know be a bit more you know a bit more daring maybe shall we say but I definitely think although the way those similarities it did have a lot of things that were you know fresh takes you know you mentioned them Gags Finn, I think Finn, such an interesting take seeing this stormtrooper and his own conflict and, you know, what it would be like to be, in his case, you know, took as a, as a child and, and then sort of, you know, train mm. nonstop to be a stormtrooper. And and he's got a very of... interesting um, costume on in this movie. Like, it's not like a stormtrooper or anything. It's like some kind of robe type thing. It's dead weird. But when he goes to war, you know, so yeah. there's going to be an evolution of, of him as well. So lots of interesting things because he, he was a funny character. That made you laugh. It was the, oh, you know, so, so funny. So I love that extension bit. Of I love that. that bit where uh, Han Solo spots Ray and is nodding. <laughs> and he, he keeps nodding to him to let him know Ray's there. And he's like, What's this? What are you doing? He, yeah, why do you keep doing that? I, I'm trying to plan it. Just, yeah, he, very, 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 very funny character. And 
And I like the fact, you know, you know, obviously this this is probably going to change to some extent, but in he he was a bit like Han Solo in that he didn't want to get involved. He'd seen what what the first order can do, and he wanted to get out of there. And I think that's that's interesting. You know, he weren't just a a stereotypical hero. He wants he was initially he was just trying to get as far away as possible, understandably so. And it was only sort of his 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 careful Ray in particular that meant that he abandoned that again a bit like you know Han Solo coming back at, at the end of Star Wars so yeah no it, it, there was a lot of similarities but there was a lot of freshness uh you know things like I loved to see it the way it would do things like show you different star- sides to things like star destroyers and you'd see them crash and just how big they are in this desert setting and you know against these beautiful landscapes so there was a lot of fresh things as well but i also agree that i do hope this film you know maybe goes a little bit further away from that sort of you know from the original trilogy while still retaining that magic that you both mentioned obviously you touched on it earlier gags um, this will be the last star wars with with leia and obviously i i don't know what happens to her in the film but we know it's that you know according to the people involved she won't be coming back in cgi form or anything like that in 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 the final one of the this you know this new trilogy um so tell me a, a little bit gags about you know what does princess leia mean to you and her part in star wars as a whole oh man she's um iconic iconic part of star wars um you know no one will ever forget that that scene in return of the jedi you know <laughs> with jabba the hut i think <laughs> i think i think it's pop culture uh, people made it into something so popular something um for blokes you know the joke was uh, you know when you when you picture having friends sex, yeah, yeah, when you're picturing someone having, you know, when you're having sex, you picture Princess Leia and stuff. And, yeah, uh, you Ross and Rachel and friends. Exactly. And you want to, you want to, you want your girlfriend or your wife or whoever to be in that attire because that's one of the things that you, you adored growing up. And it's not just that because that's very like, uh, you know, a horrible way of thinking about her in terms of. Can I uh, just apologize to the listeners? Yeah, yeah. For it's, the fact uh, <laughs> that that may have, that may have made you think of what gags think about. No, but it's, it, 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 it's, it's the truth that when you watch it, that's what blokes would think. But in terms of, I think Andy touched upon it earlier, you know, to get, uh, to give a female a leading role in a movie like this and also the type of role very strong you know she was really strong in the movies really like a prince she behaved like a princess really, really bossy really stubborn she put across that character really well you know and and it was just for that time amazing in a male-dominated you know industry she got to play a brilliant part in in a movie that's in space you know so <laughs> crazy stuff and and she did it so well and yeah. it defines her you know and for us it defines our childhood not watching these movies back all the time she was a massive part of it and that was a really sad day when uh, you know you find out that she had had got taken ill and, and taken to hospital and then you prayed you know you were all like i hope she pulls through and then i think it was the next day or a couple of days later she she passed um i can't really remember the, the timeline but when she did finally pass, it was horrible. It was horrible. And knowing there's a movie coming out, uh, I'm sure there'll be a lovely tribute, you know, at the start or at the end for her. Uh, some words for her, I'm sure, in, in the credits. So, 
Um, I, I want to sit. I will wait around and, and stick around for that because she deserves it and she will never be forgotten, mate, ever. Because this is this is what we grew up on, and it was a sad day. But it's lovely that she's still going to be, you know, part of this movie, and you'll get to see her for one last time. Uh, so, so many great points there. What about yourself, Andy? What did Princess Leia mean to you in and uh, you know Carrie Fisher's performance as well? I mean, the obvious one there, as Gag mentioned, you know, for as growing up, she was, you know, the schoolboy crush. Uh, and that's not just the, the Return of the Jedi scenes there, but even in the earlier ones, I think, you know, there was, and you saw the evolution of her, you know, from, from being that sort of, that bossy, you know, diva type princess that you saw in the first one to becoming the leader of the rebellion, you know, she was, she was, as, as I mentioned, a very strong female character, you know, in an era when, you know, it, it, it wasn't really the done thing. It was, there were always, you know, secondary roles for women or damsels in distress and whatnot. And she wasn't, she was no damsel in distress. I know that in the, in the first movie, there was parts obviously where she played that role, but, that what the way that she grew and evolved as a character, you know, and that was 1977. So by 1980 and then 1983, you know, and this is, it's, it may be hard to imagine now, but you go back then and it's, you didn't have strong female characters in that way. So she became on, she became for me, arguably the most significant cinematic camera, uh, character, I should say, a sort of, you know, the, the most significant fictional female character in cinematic history, uh, if, I, if I can word that right. Yeah, I, so. I, I think it's definitely right up there with, with any other character in, in terms of a fictional story, obviously, you know, because biographies or whatever, that's, that's a whole different thing. But in terms of cinema, in fictional characters, you, I, hard for me to, to think of a more significant character than Princess Leia and and Carrie Fisher is Princess Leia. You know, there's no two ways about it. You know, you can't, you just cannot, you know, they, they are the one and the same. You cannot imagine anybody else carrying off that role in quite the way that she did because there was, there was, so a bit, some like a sense of vulnerability in a, in the early, in the beginning, in the first movie. And I think that's, that's from Carrie Fisher herself. You know, the, her, the person, the actress, she grew up, you know, in a, in a Hollywood household. And there was that vulnerability in the first movie, but it grew and it grew. And yeah, it just, you know, she's just a much, just as much a part of these movies as Luke Skywalker, as Han Solo, as Darth Vader, Chewbacca, every, anyone else, you know, she's right up there with them all. And they're a part of, part of that, that movie franchise are a part of our childhood. So it's it, it was incredibly sad, you know, to to see her passing, um, but you know she'll live on forever, you know, as they all will, because you know they're captured forever. So it's uh, it what well, it was particularly sad, but I think she's left an indelible mark upon uh, upon cinema, really. Oh yeah, yeah. As you both say, she's got this incredible legacy, of, you know. She, she had everything as a character, you know, good looking, smart, funny, could, could really handle herself, you know, be it verbally or, or physically, you know, she, you know, she, 
you know, she faced off with Darth Vader, and she, she, you know, she, uh, she wasn't intimidated. She was still strong even when when meeting Vader. She was also, um, you know, hearing Han Solo, one of the greats, you know, double acts in cinema in terms of you know romantically and just so many funny lines and the interplay between them. And I think, like you mentioned earlier on about, I think a part of the magic of Luke Skywalker certainly for me now is knowing about Mark Hamill and what a great guy he is. And I think a lot of that comes through for Princess Leia now for me as an adult. You know, she had so many of these same attributes. She was so intelligent and sassy. And, you know, it just adds an extra layer to, the no pun intended, an extra layer to the love that I certainly have for that character. And it will be sad to see her, but as you both say, you know, what a fantastic legacy she's got. And, you know, she's she's in them films and will be remembered forever. Obviously, I'm aware of the time and I've had a great time talking to you both, but any final thoughts, anything we may have missed that you may be looking forward to, Andy? Uh, just one thing, do we get a Kanja Club movie? Well, I think we should do. I think we definitely should do with that Scottish guy as well. He deserves another. He deserves to come back. I think there should just be a fleeting mention and they blow him up, and that's that's it done. Then we can't worry about that ever again. You know, oh, three minute oh, Kanji Club movie. Yeah, yeah, three minutes. No, put him in this film. There's 152. You know, 150 minutes there. Come on, give him three minutes. Phasma turns up and just kills him. That would be good because we haven't even mentioned Captain Phasma because I feel she might have a bit of a, a role to play this time because again in that same training video that they had uh, for Ray, she was also training in her gear and she said oh, it's so tough to train you know in that gear and to do the stunts and to do the fight scenes in what she wears for the you know in, in that stormtrooper super so, stormtrooper type uh captain sorry <laughs> stormtrooper type um uh, and that's a uh, gwendolyn christie who's uh, you know lady brienne so she's exactly. finding it tough that you know with all her experience on game of thrones uh, yeah because she's got the training tough. already hasn't she and yeah. but it's, it's harder when you're when you're stifled you know your body's in this True. really rough thing to try and push about mm-hmm. i can understand it so she is going head to head in one scene for sure with Finn, so that is going to be very, very interesting because they've got history. Because obviously the, mm. the the trash compactor, they chucked her down. So. <laughs> hey, bit yeah. of a blast from the past. That that phasma, the uh, you know the outfit, the silver. Yeah. Is does it look a bit Battlestar Galactica? It does. It, it it does a bit. It does a bit. You're right. Uh, apparently, it's uh, even. I think it was it was me- uh, another type of metal in the previous one, but they've made it look even more like silver in this one. So it already looked amazing. So you know, I think it'll look even better in this film. Obviously, I've only seen photos and things, but um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to seeing that character come back. And as you say, gags with more of a more of a role this time, you know, more more screen time, I imagine, and more to do. I'm also looking forward to hopefully getting to see the Knights of Ren because we've only heard them mentioned before and I've got a feeling we're going to see them. But oh, God, imagine, perfect... imagine if there's a whole group of Force users, you know? Oh, I, I mean, know, particularly... that's mad. The Knights, the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so... thinking, now you've got me thinking about uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> the Knights of the Ren table. <laughs> Yeah, no, Knights of Ren, the, the ones basically that, that, um, you know, uh, Kylo Ren's with. And, uh, they're, they're saying that the origination of them is from, from that stable, that school 
of you know of of Jedi's maybe stuff like that. Who knows? I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's stories behind it. Maybe I've got that wrong, but it'll be interesting. No, to I see. have heard that. I have heard that theory, and that that as you say, that would be amazing. That if if that is the case, but yeah, there's something else I'm looking forward to. But I'll echo both of your thoughts. Hopefully, we'll get a return of Kanji Club. And <laughs> I think that would, you know, I think that would really help the box office as well. I think Kanji Club comes up so often on oh, these pods, it's oh, untrue. No. It's going to make money oh. regardless, Joe. They're, oh, they're going to spin so much cash again. It'll end up becoming the biggest blockbuster of this year, I reckon. Uh, I know the Marvel movies do well, but this is another this is another level of franchise, I feel. And, you know, I don't think anything yes. can compare to it. I think it's going to do great business, as you say. Um, I'd just like to wrap it up there. Thanks to everybody who, who's listened. Uh, thanks to you, Gags, and you, Andy. Andy, have you got anything to plug before we end? If you're, you're here because you're a Liverpool fan, then go check out the Reds review uh, with uh, none other than Mr. Joe Simpson, my guess, this time. And I won't um, tell you how we did on the quiz, but uh, <laughs> go listen to that one and find out for yourself. And, well, there's the Champions League uh, preview pod, but... Uh, probably be a bit too late by the time this comes out. So hopefully uh, I'll be back to host that in the new year when Liverpool are in the knockout stages. Well, I thoroughly recommend that anyone listening to to check out both them pods. And I don't like giving spoilers, so all I'll say is my performance on that quiz, quiz won't be rivaled, I don't think, by anyone. So let's just leave it there. And yourself, Gags? My only plug would be if you're listening to this um, and you like, obviously, you must be a red uh, Liverpool fan. Um, you need to come and check out AI Pro on uh, AmfordIndex.com forward slash join. There's so many uh, snippets of stuff. And also, you can listen to it for free for a week. So when you do sign up, uh, you don't pay immediately. You've got a week there to go and enjoy all of the content. There's so much. You know, it's like a whole brand new channel uh, led by the Under Pressure podcast, which was taken from the free side. Apologies there. But we've moved that over, but then surrounded it with a lot more quality as well. And uh, it's just a whole brand new channel, which has taken uh, a whole new, you know, workload, uh, doubled our workload, in fact, which people don't realize that um, there's what we did was we created AI free. Then we created the AI channel, which was with these pods that we can talk about movies and, and, and comics and other sports. And then now we've gone and created another whole new channel on top with daily content and the workload's gone through the roof. So uh, if you can support us and uh, push us to that next level where we can push all of this content so uh, the the success of AI Pro actually helps everybody on the site because we then can do much more with these shows that we have, you know, like Movie Night, like Comic Pod, like um, uh, On The Box and all the the LFC stuff on, um, on the free side. So all of it gets a big push if it's doing well. And if you've listened to anything we've produced in the four years that we've been running, five years that we've been running, then, um, you know, do give us a, do give us a go on AI Pro. And, uh, and it's, it's basically what's led to everything. It's the pinnacle of what we've been doing and, and taking it to that next level. So, um, yeah, please do come along and try and uh, support AI if you can, because we've given, we've given a lot. We've given a lot, so it'd be nice to get some support on this. Well, I, I, I totally echo that. I mean, uh, I'm a listener to AI Pro, and the the content it, it's it's such high quality, you know. It, and this deal to to have a week free is just, you know, I I don't see if you do take up that opportunity to have a free week, 
I don't see you giving up after that because it is so good. And I'm not just saying that, it really is. The guys work, guys and girls work so hard and the quality they're producing at the moment is, is just well worth checking out. So once again, thanks to my guests. Thanks everyone for listening. If you have any film recommendations for me to cover or any feedback whatsoever, I'm on Twitter at JoeSimpson79. Thank you. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 